Chris! <laughs> I set the microphone on fire. Here they go, the middle's up like this. The star of our show. Chris, 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 Chris. Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new week of interviews. That is right, of interviews. Starting today, October 31st, until November 8th, I'm going to be launching every single day new interviews that can affect the way that you vote on November 8th because this is what it's all about. It's all about the next week, the next couple of days for you to decide who are you going to vote. But before that, we got to take a trip because recent survey says that a projected of 24 million were supposed to sign up for Obamacare. Only 10.4, about 10.4 have subscribed to that so-called Obamacare Affordable Care Act. And guys, guess what? Starting 2017, if you have Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act, your premium might rise up to 25% next year. And guess what? I even saw that Arizona is going to be raised for 114%. So for that, let's listen to President Obama as he talked about Obamacare. That's priceless. And now you can do it for less than your cell phone bill. That's what change looks like. And let's go to the phone lines with Jason Pye, comms director of FreedomWorks. Hey, Jason, what is going on with Obamacare? Something that me and you do not agree on. Well, I mean, it really does appear like the law is completely unraveling. You've had three major health insurers, uh, including Aetna and United Healthcare, withdraw from the, uh, most state exchanges, if not all of them, uh, because of poor enrollment numbers. People who too many uh, too many sick people were uh, enrolled in plans. They were using their health care. Uh, we call it utilization. Uh, they were using their health care more frequently uh, when they lost money on the exchanges. So they had to pull out of those those states where they were losing money. Uh, and then you also have the health care co-ops. Uh, all, but, uh, all but seven of the original 23, 24 uh, health care co-ops uh, that were created under Obamacare, this was the progressive alternative or the liberal alternative uh, to a uh, what, what was this, the single payer, the public option. Uh all but seven have those have folded. Uh, and now you have health insurance premiums, which conservatives have been saying that this was going to happen. Uh, insurance premiums for the most popular plan on the health care uh, exchanges, uh, the Obamacare exchanges, is up by 25%. That's what the estimate that came out last night. So, and this is obviously just part of the, the problem. You have, uh, it's, it's very clear now that, uh, that Americans are rejecting this law. You had a the CBO back in, I think, 2014 estimated that um, about 23, 24 million people would be enrolled in Obamacare plans by next year. As you mentioned in your opening, they're, they're more than half under that number. It's, yeah. it's, it's, quite, it's quite shocking how, how Americans really have uh, rejected it. We talk about polls on Obamacare and how unpopular it is within the polls, but the actual poll that, uh, that really matters, not just public opinion polls, is the actual uh, number of enrollments. They have fallen so far short that they can't spin their way out of this one. No, it, it's really interesting to see because, like you said, a lot of conservatives, especially uh, the big conservative, you know, they, they said this is not something that that Americans are going to accept and it should not be something that the government should mandate. And, the re you know, people are going to be, but why are you bringing Freedom Works into this? And I'm going to ask you this, Jason. Um, 
why is Freedom Works talking about Obamacare? I mean, it's at the end of the day, I think what you hammered on a couple of different points here that are absolutely right. The government shouldn't be telling you to buy anything. I mean, if they can tell you to buy health care, they can tell you to eat broccoli. It's, it's, you know, this is a matter of freedom, individual choice. If I don't want to have health care, that should be my decision. Uh, with that said, there's also aspects of this law that are very troubling from a fiscal nature. I and mean, this bill is going to uh, contribute to the entitlement programs that we already have. Um, and we already have something like $75 million in, in uh, unfunded liabilities through Social Security and, Med- and Medicare, uh, and that's over the next 75 years. Obamacare is just going to add to it. And those estimates, by the way, are conservative uh, estimates. Uh, the, some of the larger estimates say over $200 trillion in unfunded liabilities over the next 75 years. So taxpayers will be forced to, to bear the brunt of this. And then we also have Obamacare making the cost of coverage that much more expensive. Um, the 10 essential benefits or the 10 mandated benefits that the Obama administration, its army of bureaucrats have put in place are making health insurance that much more expensive and insurers to accommodate for the cost. Otherwise, if they, if they didn't accommodate for the cost by narrowing doctors networks or creating high deductible plans, Americans would be able to afford Obamacare even with the subsidies um, that people get. Uh, so, I mean, it's and to be truth and just to be point blank honest with you, it tells you something that if you have to subsidize something, it tells you this is huge. If you have to subsidize something, it tells you how unpopular it really is. Um, the fact that people still aren't uh, aren't buying these plans, that people still uh, are are skeptical of Obamacare, that insurers are having to raise premiums, and they're giving money away, taxpayer money away. They're putting the burden on us, but they're giving taxpayer money away, and people still won't sign up for it in the numbers they expected. No, yeah, and that, that is key right there, Jason, because people say, oh, but the government can pay for it. And people forget, and they don't realize that government doesn't have any money. Government has no money, and they don't own anything. Yep. So when they say we're going to subsidize it, just to let you guys know, you're paying just for your health care, but you're also paying for your neighbor's health care as well. So we become this one big uh, family that, you know what, I'm going to pay for your health care. Don't worry about it. And it's interesting because you talked about uh, – Insurance company leaving the uh, the one kind of marketplace for uh, for insurance. For example, I got a couple of them here. You got Florida that started in 2014 with eight, 2015 with 10, 2016 with seven, and now they're projecting that for 2017 they're only going to be with five. In Georgia, that's your state, uh, Jason. Yeah. You guys are right now at eight at 2016. But you're going to be ended with five. So we see here a big drop. Uh, for example, Kentucky. Kentucky right now is at uh, seven healthcare providers, and then by 2017, only three are going to be participating in this Obamacare. In South Carolina, they got three currently, and by the end of uh, by the beginning of 2017, they're only going to have one left. So that doesn't leave yeah. with a lot of uh, of choices, like Obama said at the beginning of the show. I play Kip. I said, "Well, you could, you know, you could pay your health bill less than your cell phone." Well, my cell phone, uh, Jason, I don't know about yours, but my cell phone is only $110. It is not $202, (laughs) as I could see here. So, like, I don't get that. Now, what is FreedomWorks doing? Because I know you guys do a lot of work uh, organizing activists and kind of informing people. Well, I mean, we we, um, we have a lame duck session coming up. I mean, I can tell you that from the the Obamacare uh, topic, we'll be talking to members of Congresses, our allied offices, members of the House Freedom Caucus. Uh, who are the most conservative members of the conference. Uh, we'll be talking to them and trying to figure out ways we can strategize on this in, in the upcoming uh, next couple of months. But into the new Congress, a lot depends on what happens the next uh, next couple of weeks. I mean, 
Um, the path has been laid for us to have full repeal of Obamacare. Uh, we've actually put a bill on the president's desk. We can do it through reconciliation. We can pill the, repeal the worst parts of this law. We can get rid of the individual mandate. We can uh, get rid of the burdensome regulations that are driving up the cost of health insurance coverage. Um, but, you know, a lot, a lot, everything really does depend on what happens in the next two weeks. If, if Republicans lose the Senate, um, you know, the, those, prospect goes, those prospects go away, unfortunately. And so that's just that kind of underlies what we're I mean, the, the kind of dire nature of, of where we're going with this law. Uh, but I can ex- you can expect to see Freedom Works continue to take action, continue to drive messages to our, our, our uh, activist base of 5.7 million uh, freedom-loving conservatives and libertarians, asking them and, uh, to, to touch base with their member of Congress and so we can repeal this law, uh, and also to, put, push, uh, to push through a real patient-centered alternative, one that uh, focuses on doctor-patient relationships, that removes uh, this big top-down, big government mandate that we have that we call Obamacare, and start uh, and make uh, health care and health insurance uh, less about government mandates and more about people and people who need help. And Jason, I just got your CEO, Adam Brandon, comment about Obamacare, and he says, Obamacare is a disaster, doubling down on the law as the President Obama has done and Hillary Clinton will continue to do will only make these problems worse. Obamacare cannot be fixed. It must be repealed and replaced with patient-centered alternative. What is that patient-centered alternative he's talking about, Jason? Well, there, there are different bills in Congress that have been introduced, and we haven't picked one of them yet. Um, but the, you have the Speaker who has presented his own bill. You have the uh, Republican Study Committee that's presented a bill. Uh, and you have Congressman Tom Price, who's chairman of the House Budget Committee, who's presented his bill. Uh, each of the bills have their merits. Each of the bills have some drawbacks. Uh, Freedomworks, back last year, we had a, uh, our top 10 principles for reform that laid out what we believe reform should look like. Uh, you can find that on Freedomworks' website, freedomworks.org. Uh, just by searching uh, 10 principles for healthcare reform, it should come up. Uh, but that kind of lays out our view of everything. Uh, things that get, that drive regulation, for example, regulation, health insurance should not be regulate, regulated at the federal level. We should regulate it at the state level. That's an example that will reduce costs. Uh, getting rid of a lot of insurance mandates. A lot of states have their own mandates in health insurance coverage, which drive up the cost of health insurance coverage. I think Georgia has something like 45 or 50, uh, for example. Some are optional, some aren't. Um, most aren't, in fact. Um, and then, you know, just, I mean, you know, crossing it, crossing state lines to buy insurance is helpful, uh, but it's not, it's not a panacea for the problem. Uh, but also just getting back to a more like, you know, a patient focused model where doctors, where people can walk into a doctor's office and not have to ask questions about, um, about how much a procedure is going to cost. People, you know, I think one of the pro- problems that we have uh, in health insurance coverage is we really don't, or in, in terms of the health insurance industry as well as health insurance uh, insurance companies, is people really don't know how much they're spending on health insurance. They get their premium taken out, but they don't ever see the bottom line bill. I, I went to the doctor about a month ago uh, for for a checkup, and uh, you know I just basically walked out without paying anything, without doing anything, without getting a bill. Only thing I got was uh, a prescription, and that was it. That's awesome. And, uh, and a lot of things people forget is. Uh, the veterans, how failure they have been. They're on that, you know, I rely on the veterans to get me a doctor. And last time I had to wait six months just to get a heartburn checked out. Six months, guys. Yeah. And I'm a decorative veteran. You know, it's like I had to wait six months. And that, and that's one thing I don't want nobody else to, 
you know, especially in the public eye. Um, Jason, uh, where can people get more information about FreedomWorks? Uh, you can go to freedomworks.org. Uh, we also have Facebook pages and Twitter pages. It's at FreedomWorks on Twitter and then uh, Facebook.com slash FreedomWorks. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Pi, P as in Paul, Y as in yogurt, I guess, and E as in Edward. Yeah, guys, FreedomWorks is aims to educate, build, and mobilize the largest network of activists advocating the principle of smaller government, lower taxes, free market, personal freedom, and the rule of law. For more information, please visit www.freedomworks.org. Jason, thank you so much for joining us, and hopefully uh, we'll get this Obamacare fixed, and um, hopefully we get to talk about something better, uh, hopefully not too long ago next year. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, uh, Chris. I appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Hey, guys. That is it for today. That was the first interview, and I'll be launching every single day until November 8th, different interviews that's going to give you a different perspective of what is at stake on this election. Now, couple ways you could do this. You could visit chriscruzblog.com slash radio, and you can see all the podcasts that I'll be releasing starting today. Now, also at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, all these interviews each and every single day at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, they will go live via Spreaker.com. So you got plenty of different ways to listen to me, but it's all housed under chriscruzblog.com dot com slash radio and if you have any questions go visit me on the twitter via rc underscore k-r-i-s and of course my website chriscruzblog.com that is k-r-i-s-c-r-u-z blog.com hey guys until next time You are listening to the Chris Cruz Podcast. Collectability.